Sound Reply Book Review The Consecration to St. Joseph Book Review by Tanya Rose Josen Tanya Rose Josen lives in Kottayam, India with her family. Consecration to St. Joseph is not a prayer book, at least not in the strict sense of the word. It is a love letter to each one of us, one that unfallingly makes the reader fall in love with the greatest saint after our Blessed Mother, St. Joseph. A bit of history. Written by Father Donald Colloway, whose story is one of redemption and divine mercy, this book took Father Colloway three years to research and write. It all started when he began to notice the number of married men, fathers, who kept coming to him either in confession or spiritual guidance, who were on the verge of marital collapse. This struck a chord with Father Colloway, who came from a broken home himself. After reading on studies, both church and sociological ones, he found that half of all marriages were ending in divorce. This led to the realization that we could use a father right now. But who was one to go to? The answer was obvious. Ide ad Joseph. Go to Joseph. But more than a book to be read, Father Colloway wanted it to be a form of application as well. The answer came in prayer. A book that would mirror St. Louis de Montfort's total consecration to Jesus through Mary. But would not such a book be already available? After numerous calls to people around the world, the answer was no. But every single one of those people told Father Colloway that it was a brilliant idea. And so we have The Consecration to St. Joseph. The book. Consecration to St. Joseph takes the litany of St. Joseph as its backbone and builds upon that. Just like Montfort's Marian Consecration, this too is a 33-day program having three parts for each day. Part 1 is a reflection on one of the invocations from the Litany of St. Joseph, which highlight many of St. Joseph's titles, privileges and heroic virtues. Part 2 is a reading on St. Joseph and the third part is praying the Litany. By following this method, the participant will come to know and love St. Joseph in a deep way, confidently relying on him with filial affection. While it may seem time-consuming, it takes only about 20 minutes to complete the day's program. Ideally, the consecration is to begin on any of the dates mentioned in the consecration chart, where the program culminates on a liturgical feast of St. Joseph. But the rule isn't one set in concrete. For a person who isn't quite ready to make the consecration for lack of adequate knowledge or affection for the saint, they can skip part one and read part two, also called The Wonders of Our Spiritual Father, like a book within a book. As Father Colloway tells the reader in the introduction, making this consecration will change one's life. In his day, Saint Maximilian Kolbe asked the question, Who are you, O Immaculate Conception? He sought to provide an answer to that question through his preaching, writing, and an apostolate of Marian consecration. Today, many people are asking a similar question about Saint Joseph. Who are you, Saint Joseph? 
consecration to St. Joseph will answer that question and offer to the Church a renewed understanding and appreciation of the great St. Joseph. St. Joseph Who was Joseph? We know from scripture that he was a humble carpenter, the chaste spouse of the Blessed Virgin Mary and the head of the Holy Family on earth. But who was Joseph? What was he like as a person? Why did God choose him to be the one who would clothe, feed, protect, educate in the law and bring up as his own the Lamb of God, the Bread of Life? And why do we need him now? Why wasn't the need for him felt this much these past 2000 years? As we go through the 33 days consecrating ourselves to him, Saint Joseph is unveiled to us in a deep and profound way. We immediately recognize why he is needed in these present times, and we see that he was never a dormant figure in the church. Across the centuries, saints, popes, mystics, scholars and laity alike have praised and extolled the greatness of Saint Joseph. In the 16th century, the Holy Spirit used Saint Teresa of Avila to bring about a greater awareness of Saint Joseph in the church. Even before Saint Teresa, saints such as Saint Bernard of Clairvaux, Saint Bernardine of Siena and Saint Lawrence of Brindisi strongly emphasized the greatness of Saint Joseph. Father Colloway gives us two reasons for why Saint Joseph is much needed for our times. First, to protect marriage and the family from the extraordinary attack it is now under. In the words of servant of God sister Lucia dos Santos, the Fatima missionary, the final battle between the Lord and the kingdom of Satan will be about marriage and family. Second, for a complete re-evangelization of the whole world, including baptized Christians. In an apostolic exhortation on Saint Joseph in 1989, Saint John Paul II reminded us of the necessity of invoking Saint Joseph in the work of re-evangelizing the world. He wrote, This patronage of Saint Joseph must be invoked as ever necessary for the Church, not only as a defense against all dangers, but also and indeed primarily as an impetus for her renewed commitment to evangelization in the world and to re-evangelization in those lands and nations where religion and Christian life were formerly flourishing and now are put to a hard test. In this year of St. Joseph, what better way to celebrate it than by consecrating oneself to him? God is telling his church that in order to defend marriage and the family, elevate morals, recover lost ground and win souls for Jesus Christ, we need to bring St. Joseph onto the battlefield. He is the terror of demons. My story. My love story with St. Joseph began on rather selfish terms to get an intention fulfilled and that too when I was advised to go to him for it. But providentially, not long after, a dear friend of the family sent us consecration to St. Joseph. Hoping to get into his good books and to obtain the favor, I began the consecration. To say that it was an eye-opener is to say the least. As I went through the pages of each day, the imprint of St. Joseph in my heart began to evolve from almost nothing 
to that of the gentle, humble, pure, courageous, self-sacrificing, obedient spouse of Mary and foster father of Jesus. While my intention is yet to become reality, I know it is in the heart of St. Joseph, if the Lord wills and in his time it will come to be. But until then and for all my life, I know I have a spiritual father who watches over and prays for this poor soul to Jesus, the incarnate word. <laughs>